You're You're listening listening to to The Bottom Bottom Bible. Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I really need it. Ooh. Hello. Hi. Oh my gosh, hi. Welcome to The Bottom Bible. My name is Katie. I'm still Vanessa. We're doing it. We back. We back. We're back. We back. We back. Still awkward. Still spent a solid mm. Mm. 60 to 90 minutes. It's hard to tell. A hard 90. Before we started recording and Truth. still had to cut it, cut it short because yeah. we could have talked forever. We've been some busy ladies. There's been lots. There's been physical mental emotional things (laughs) happening i got a new job yes and it turns out um that can be taxing on a person (laughs) somehow oh wow really turns turns out you cannot just boot scoot into (laughs) a completely different uh industry um type of job schedule etc and just bounce back like one of those bouncy balls from the 25 cent coin machines. Oh, those things bounce. Hi. Those bounce. I did not. But bam. And then you've got to chase after it. Oh, God. It's worse. No, I'm kind of like um, a, I bounce like a wet, wet <laughs> sponge. I feel very much like those hand grabbers. Yes. Like the, I feel the sticky like things. That, but less um, flexible. Less buoyancy. Less springy. Yeah. So basically, like a rock. I, <laughs> I was gonna say, I still, like a rock. Like I a still rock feel very right springy, but I'm sand. tired. Like <laughs> I'm with that on my new. If I had a dating profile, which I'm not happily married, but that's what I'd be like: springy but tired <laughs> would be just, my. Yeah, yeah. Mine would just line. be like tired and confused. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. You do it. You order. It. You make all the just decisions. I'm tired. I don't want to. Thank you. I. I not I will I am not ashamed to have been this spiraled super hard so I'm very tired of talking about my uterus but be it as it may I literally thought I was gonna wind up on the I didn't know I was pregnant TLC show if that's even still on TLC I don't know but because okay so my period stopped in like February it was my last one that I had had and I literally didn't get it again until May 20th Oh, my God. And I was like, this is weird. Huh. Because that's not like me. Some people, that is that is exactly how right. it is. And that's right. great. For me, mm-mm. She, every 30 days, she's she's like, mm, hello. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, am I pregnant? And then I was taking tests. And I was like, well, I'm not. But also, though, my stomach was. I looked, I looked like a very pronounced lowercase b. I was like, I look pregnant. <laughs> What is happening? And so I took mold. Even like, even Mabu was like, yeah, I think you're pregnant. I was like, okay. But all the tests were no. And I was like, oh. And listen, I think to a normal, non-obsessive brain that isn't prone to cycling, that would be stressful. This thing, I can't, I'm not made for that. I need hard yes or no facts. I I can't have this limbo like he has my my mabu has literally told me he's like you know patience not your strong suit i was like yes i know thank you very much how <laughs> appreciate dare you. it appreciate the honesty but i also agree um but 
Um, also, what do you mean? But no, yes, I agree. And that I have realized because the same thing happened when I had my fibroid that what ha- what happens when I am spiraling physically, I don't know what's going on. I get completely insular mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, I just live in my own tiny world and I just I stay here. Thanks. Fine. Everything's uh, OK. I stay here. Fine. So I go into this very robotic place. Mm-hmm. So I really ooh, I, mm, I I openly told my daughter, I was like, I, yeah, I was full on spiraling. But I got the turns out, spoiler alert, not pregnant, drinking a lovely glass of white wine. Um, very likely am a person who ha- it's weird. So I have not received a full PO- PCOS, a full POS diagnosis. I'm not a piece of shit. No, oh, I, I have point received- to say. <laughs> Rick, can you ring me up, Greg? Um, I do not. I haven't received a full PCOS diagnosis, but it's like. A, like a um, a magic eight ball. It's like mm, signs mm. point to probable. So mm. I've always had super high testosterone. That's a marker. Always. Like I've always been in those seventies. Um, and it was. I got my blood work done, and I was like a hundred and like nineteen, which is like, oh, I was like, oh, that is red and marked and elevated. So basically, it's like diet, exercise, mm. lifestyle changes can probably like mitigate the symptoms. And yes, she's back. She's back with a vengeance. Just she just came through town again, um, a whole seven night stay, and um, we're good. We seem to be good now, and I feel better. And also, it gave me a chance to get an ultrasound, and things look great. I was like, well, that's good news. She got a full, clean bill of health. My duplex, which I've now decided to call it, <laughs> a little duplex in there, the little septum, little, little divider, re- little rental property. Yeah, I just had to like you know try to try to increase my gains. Um, <laughs> No. So yeah, so that was sort of my like <sighs> and it is that like I am panicking, but I'm like putting on that brave face. I'm like, it's I'm the dog in the fire. Like everything's it's fine. Uh, yeah, this is fine. Everything's fine. I'm cool. We're good. And then I'm just like spontaneously weeping at like two PM on a Tuesday. I'm like, it's not fine. But it's fine. Oh. It's cool. I get through it. Um so yeah, we've been doing it. We've been going through it. We life. We've been busy. Yeah. We've been busy. I Sadly, no longer work with Katie. This um, is true. I did move to a more traditional office job mm-hmm. and different industry, different type of work. And I'm just a solid Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 4.30 type of gal. Now. Yeah. Those are my new hours. 7.30 in the a.m. to 4.30 in the p.m. Yeah. So by about... 7 45 in the p.m this bish is knocked out yeah that's um, 7 30s i had a 7 30 job once and she was ex- that was exhausting no matter what time you went to you were still tired when you woke it's up. not bad it's just that i my my body took a minute mm-hmm. to get back into the eight hours every day at the same time which is what i had been wanting yeah but it just took me a minute because um my body was more along the like, well, we're like, we're talking like nine to five thirty, six o'clock, right? Yeah. It turns out, no, seven thirty to four thirty, uh, which is fine. I've adjusted and I can do it now. Well, whether I want to or not, because anxiety is for real. And um, I wake up on the regular at about 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be up until six, but I wake up at five just in case. I My body says, do you, should we, do, do you want to just, do you want to just be up right now? Yeah. Do we want to worry about this for an hour? Okay, cool. Should we just, 
Yeah. Okay. Same. Okay. I'll just low grade Rory and remind you about <laughs> all the things you didn't write down yesterday. It's good. That's fine. Um, like I know you picked out an outfit the night before, but maybe we want to rethink it. I don't know. But Do I we want to sit and lay and rethink it's it. Absolutely wrong. It's probably it might be five it. degrees warmer today. We might want to rethink. Okay. Oh yeah, that is for real. Um, the AC in that building, blasting, mm. and they decided to have an end of year, um, partay mm. that was outdoors. It was lovely. It was at the that brewery that's across from the college. Oh, oh, the new yeah, oh, it's nice. The new one, yes. Mm-hmm. So it was real hot though because it was on Monday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what had I worn that day? I had worn jeans and a sweater because ah. in the office. It's right cold. as rain. Yeah. Outdoors, I got four, no less than four people asking me, why am I wearing a sweater? It's like, <laughs> because it keeps me from being naked. It keeps <laughs> HR off my back. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yes. Anyway, whatever. But so this new gig, and it's completely new to me. I, nothing I had ever done before. Mm-hmm. So it is a, a learning process. And the place I work is in a certain kind of industry that I need to really see a full year before uh-huh. I understand everything that happens. And that's what everybody has told me. Everybody's super nice. One of my best friends works there. She's amazing. Should wear a superhero cape 24-7 for all oh. the fires that she puts out. And it makes me want to cry sometimes. But also, new boss, inspiring, powerful, amazing incredible hair um i gotta i gotta say <laughs> in it. that order i love it's that. one of the things that you notice about her is the hair it is a yeah. a mane it's beautiful i love that um so everybody's very cool but it's a lot mm-hmm. and um the emotional strain that that took on me uh, cause Katie and I were like kind of chit chatting, you know, checking in with each other, like, girl, you okay? You okay? Mm-hmm. You okay? And then we would occasionally say like, Hey, do you, maybe should we record this week? Yes. But let's try for this day. And that day would come and go without a peep from either one of us. Mm, and we, we were both, we were both just sort of like, I'm going to respect that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to respect that silence. And Basically. I kind of thought like, okay, if she was ready to do it, she would have done it. Yeah. So she needs a minute, and frankly, I am exhausted and need several. Yeah. Um. So we finally, it worked. It worked. It, the, it worked the out. Timing worked. I remember this, and this was even like maybe even a month ago. But I remember the last text when we were like, "We're doing it," and I had told you I was like, "I'm so sorry, I've been going through this thing," and you were like, "I kind of figured," and I was like, "Okay, I kind of figured that you figured, but I just want to tell you." Right. Right. It's not you. It's my uterus. It's not, um. It's not uterus. It's me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, but it's it's twerking. And we had also decided some time ago that this was fun for us. So mm-hmm. we did it on our terms. And if we needed a break, we needed a break. And I yeah. think the takeaway from this is perhaps in the next coming year, we are probably going to talk about, hey, when would be a good time for us to take a short break? Yes. And prepare for it. We yes. can record extra to release during the time if yeah. we so choose. And we will unapologetically say, like, yep, we need just a few weeks to hibernate. A little preparation. Longer, shorter. I don't know. We'll get there when we get there. True bear selves. (laughs) Okay. So in, okay, listen. Summer solstice, she just happened. It's great. It's magical. Longest day of the year in this hemisphere. Did not mean to rhyme, but there you are. 
Um, so in the spirit of all things Sumar, um, let's, gosh, man, she comes back after months, still awkward, still says things very strangely, um, and regrets it immediately after. But we are going to talk about some of our favorite shows that we're watching right now, like our must watch list for summer 2022. Can we believe? No. Um, Because there are things, and and in the spirit of this, I think, because we're going to talk about things we've been watching, which I think will also help us kind of catch up with what we've Mm -hmm. kind of like been doing and been into. Um, So it's a little selfish motive on my end just to be like, how you living, girl? And then also share with y'all some things to watch. Okay. So who wants, I would, I would go first. Or you can go. We first. can we can switch off. You you can start. Okay, we can I'll start. Switch off. So one of my number one, and this is going to be on HBO Max, which I finally, finally bit that. that uh, I bit that. I tried, and then I was like, and I tried to use my brother's. Oh, maybe I couldn't find the one that you gave me. Mm, oh, I'll find it again. I just did it. I have a subscription now. We're oh. we're HBO Max users now. Okay. Um, good. but um no. <laughs> But thank you. I was not like, where's that, that? Not that we were sharing illegally. How dare you? No. We're HBO, family. stop. Get out of here. 23 um, Me proves that at some point, I might be related to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I am all the continents on the map. I love that. Except beautiful. I am very white. But just found out there's a little bit of Greek. She got a little bit of Greek in there. Hello. Hi. Who is she? Didn't know that. No you're, one knew that. You're very white, but you are not northern european exclusive white i'm not strictly english not strictly yes you i'm do, not in that like she do look like an english rose she got that oh. english rose snow white coloring but it's also a little eastern european yeah <laughs> there's there's a hard hard dash of that um but in the okay in maybe the spirit of accents now i'm gonna try to merge um so i did the hbo max and um, why does that sound a little bit like a porn, like HBO Max, um, like Cinemax? Maybe that's where my brain is going. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The 13 year old me that was like, ooh, Cinemax. No. Okay. So. <laughs> Instantly derailed. Ooh, sorry. HBO Max. And it is Our Flag Means Death. Okay. Reese Darby, Taika Waititi. <gasps> that's, yes. Amazing. Listen. Like every good show might start a little slow. The first episode might be a little slow for you. If you're unfamiliar with Reese Darby, maybe you've seen him. He is a New Zealander. Also, Taika is also as well. So it's a New Zealand like created little baby. Um, it is a pirate sort of beautiful queer pirate drama. Mm-hmm. It's comedy. It's fantastic. Reese's, I think, most notable role for us Americans is Flight of the Concords. He played Murray. Mm. He is a comedian. He is fantastic. I you know how me and I love a I love a I love an older gent. I have a huge crush on him. Which I'm not the only one. There's like a Reese Darby thirst moment happening. And like Taika is gorgeous and beautiful. He's a beautiful human being, but like it's almost like too pretty for me. Like I feel like it's too pretty. But Reese is that like I have a type. Listen, I have a type. I have that like nerdy, awkward, really smart. Not that Taika is not smart because he's very smart. But Taika is a little bit more sultry. And I feel like that energy makes me a little nervous. 
and I like that nervous energy, um, but that like strong BDE nervous energy, and that is what Reese is giving us. Um, so Reese Darby plays Steed, and then Taika plays Blackbeard, and mm-hmm. he basically like Reese like they did a Vanity Fair lie detector test quiz on it, or like not quiz, but they did the lie detector like the Vanity Fair thing mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. it's a big moment, um, and they were talking about um whether or not they did any research and reese like took sailing lessons and whatever and taika in his sultry also very bde energy was like no i didn't i didn't study a thing it's like everything i looked up on blackbeard just said it was all just like kind of hearsay anyway so i just decided to take my own spin on the roll <laughs> and i was like that is the most taika thing so highly recommend it is great they just got renewed for their second season so there's one season out it is fantastic i have never pun intended shipped two characters together harder than i'm shipping blackbeard and uh steed and it's beautiful and i think too like and i'm a straight lady a straight cisgendered lady but i feel like the way that they're portraying like these queer relationships is so authentic and organic it like you know how like sometimes in series and in shows they're like we need a queer element mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. really feels very forced and it's mm-hmm. like okay you're literally just doing this because you feel like you need to be like quote unquote woke right but in our flag means death it's just very like okay I would say similar but I don't know if Reed or not Reed I don't know if Reese Darby and Taika are que- Reese is not I think Reese is heterosexual I don't know if Taika is or if he is. A straight man as well mm-hmm. but i'm thinking like david and patrick how that was just like a really organic beautiful like mm-hmm. relationship that kind of came from schitt's creek mm-hmm. and um that is the same kind of energy but in like a real quirky campy dark comedy way in um our flag means death it's just really it's just natural and you just are like on the edge of your seat like oh are they gonna are they are they are, are they doing it are they kissing what's happening oh my gosh oh my gosh and that's not totally spoiling it um because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you what happens but um highly 1000 percent recommend i have heard um people talking about it and it's one of those that i have meant to watch but have not because um i continue to just watch stuff i've already seen before and comforting comforts but i i do have a couple of new things so um i will start off with what i had been excited about um in the very beginning of the summer, I think, or uh, okay, uh, not this. It's not the summer because this is the beginning of the summer. In spring, sorry, was um, the real world New Orleans? Yes, I forgot what they're calling it. It's not a reunion, but revival, revival, whatever they're calling it. Um, New York, they did New York, they did L.A. New York, I watched every single episode. Loved every minute of it. L.A., I watched two or three episodes and was like, eh, I'm fine. Okay. Did not watch the rest. And then I was really excited about New Orleans because New Orleans, like, just hit differently for me because I mm-hmm. was – this was one of the casts that was the exact age I was uh, when yeah. it aired. So I relate real hard to a lot of this cast. Um, I love Melissa Beck. Um, I, she was Melissa Howard on the show, but she's now Mel- okay. Melissa Beck. Um, love her so hard, and was watching essentially for her. Uh, a little bit of Danny as well, Danny mm-hmm. Roberts. Um, Melissa did not disappoint. I loved 
the show, I think I, what I told Katie was, I have feelings. Oh, it's called Homecoming. Homecoming. There you go. So it's the real world New Orleans Homecoming, where the cast, which was, I think, late 90s? Yeah. Right? 99 or two. I remember this. I watched this series. I remember this um, year. Yes. Yeah, so they were this. the first New Orleans cast, because there was mm-hmm. another New Orleans cast that came later. But this was the first New Orleans cast. And um, this was the most iconic moment of that real world season of really almost anywhere real world season and it was the song come on be my baby tonight oh my god (laughs) i forgot about that so he was david on the original show uh with his with the cat when it was originally aired he now goes by the name tokyo okay um he has he was one of my favorites to watch how he has changed from then to now and who he's become and what he's like. He's a delight. I'm sorry. I'm fucking spoiling a lot. Deal with it. Um, if you haven't already watched it, you're not going to. So whatever. It's fine. Um, and I'm not going to like give everything away. But he had kind of a difficult relationship with his roommates in the beginning. Um, and I... You know, he he does sort of explain some of why that was. He is really mature, has matured now in this uh, homecoming season. A delight to watch, one of my favorites. And Melissa continues to be the absolute favorite. Um, Julie, who was Mm. the young Mormon girl. Yeah. uh, Young Mormon college student i think she was at um brigham young and turned out to be a bit of a nightmare um did some shady things like right after the season ended because this is when for those of you who weren't around or aware of back then this was before social media so this is before like cast members would almost automatically become social influencer social media influencers or cash in on it in that way um this is when they would do speaking tours of college speaking tours were how a lot of these cast members made bank yeah and um julie was accused by two different cast members of sabotaging their speaking engagements Ooh. Um, in a real shady ass way that she, again, spoiler alert, denies when confronted about it on Homecoming because Melissa Beck comes ready oh, to I love. talk about this. And Danny also comes ready to talk about this because they are two people that they say Julie interfered with some speaking engagements and they lost Mm -hmm. speaking engagements and the colleges ended up hiring Julie instead. (gasps) And she basically with Melissa said, Melissa's very difficult, doesn't like signing autographs and is very expensive. I'll charge less and promise you more. And with Danny, she told the school he's gay 
it's going to um, upset. So it could upset some parents if you if they know that there is like uh-huh. a man, a gay man with questionable morals, like who makes, <gasps> you know, like iffy moral decisions. Um, but if you hire me, I'm squeaky clean and, you know, apple pie. Ooh, girl, um, and that is crazy. I'm fairly certain that they both have receipts <gasps> and she denied it and then pulled the i'm sorry you felt that way type of apology mm. and so just not an apology continues to be a fucking nightmare for the entire rest of this season she is cringy to watch she Oof. makes my skin crawl with how hard she tries to still be on Gosh, I, I remember her, that middle part. A hard middle part. Um, she's changed very little. I'll just say that. She's changed very little. But it does make for good TV. Yeah. Um, Got to admit, it makes for good TV. It, but it would have made for better TV if she had just, you know, not been an asshole. Been a nicer person. Um, but it's fine. And she's changed in a way... Where well, she's, I guess that she and her husband have left the Mormon Church. Okay. Um, and she's like weirdly over sexual now, but not in a way that I think is authentic. Mm. It's in a way where, like, a little kid who, or a kid who grew up in a very strict household, who suddenly on their own and they overdo everything that they weren't allowed to do. Yeah. Kind of like that vibe. Okay. And it's a little, like, it's a lot for camera. It yeah. seems. Um, now I want to watch it. You're, you're selling cringy, it to me. But, again, very watchable. Um, and, again, this season in particular for me, and I think people of my age, um, hits hard because it was a season that just happened at the right time. It was post for me. It's like post high school, mm -hmm. maybe very early years in college. And they did have discussions about, um, about race. Uh, mm -hmm. There was a lot of Danny was, uh, is a gay man who at the time of the original season airing his boyfriend was in the military and this was during the don't ask don't tell mm, mm -hmm. so his face had to be blurred on camera mtv agreed to blur his face otherwise he was risking being um discharged from the military because wow, yeah. this was a time when you could not come out it was okay to be gay as long as you didn't say anything as long as you kept it to yourself don't ask don't tell it was yeah Oof. At the time, it was progress. It was like, yay, we did it. Oh, At the God. time, it was like a, okay. Um, but yes, the, these were strange times. Strange yeah. times. And that's different, saying a lot after what types. we've just been through. <laughs> but yes, highly enjoyable. Still, like, it's MTV, of course. It's They know how to package it. They're serving it up now to us, like, older millennials or uh, late Gen Xers. Yeah. Oh, the MTV. Okay, so speaking of like 80s, 90s, where regardless of where you were, if you were alive in the 80s at all, huh. 
this is for you. Um, so my next one is, of course, going to be Stranger Things. Oh, yes. That was on If that. you haven't. Okay. So I fully, like most of you, um, fully binged everything that's become available to us thus far. We're getting two more episodes hitting July 1st, I think. July 1st. So mm-hmm. I think it's, there's a one in there. July 1st, July 10th. I don't know. Um, I, July 1st makes sense. It's a Friday. But we're getting new episodes in July or the last two episodes of the season. And then the next season is the last season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So something that I wish I had done, because this is the season when we are really finding out like what this insanity is all about like Elle is coming in more into her own I mean the kids are growing up basically on screen anyway so Mm -hmm. everything is an origin story (laughs) everything is growth but the same tried and true gems are at play Steve Harrington we stand we love a Steve um but one thing that I wish I had done because I just went in cold I watched a little bit of the recap because we're on season four oh yeah yeah um and I wish I had actually taken the time to have gone back hmm. and started and watched season one and all over again and been mm-hmm. ready for season four. Um, but as it were, I didn't. And I just went in cold. And so there were some things that I couldn't quite remember. Like, was that season two or was that season three? Or when did that happen? Because there was a lot of space because of the pandemic mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. the seasons. But it's delightful. Freaking Kate Bush is having her moment. She has a number one hit again. All I can think about is, so she is very much different genre, different styles, but she makes me think of, um, oh my God, of course I can't think of her name. Uh, Robin. Who, Mm. Robin Mm -hmm. or Squeeze. Squeeze is is another really good example. Huge in the UK. Like Mm -hmm. idols, icons, but like only kind of sort of maybe broke through a little bit over here in the US. Yeah, a single Um, or two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, Weathering Heights kind of, I remember Weathering Heights Mm -hmm. and people knowing, and I have a Kate Bush always and forever makes me think of one of my good friends named David. I won't give his last name because you know, I don't know. Um, but in college he had really tried to get me to like get into Kate Bush because he was, this was his second degree that he was getting. So he had already had a bachelor's from like the university of Arizona, I think, or I think. And so he was returning and getting his music degree. Um, And so he was like a fair bit older, but not too much. Like he never seemed like, honestly, like he might be your age. Like it's like, like, yeah, you're older, but you don't seem older. If that makes any sense. Like Mm -hmm. we still hang. I'm like a regular old person. I'm a cool. Like I'm not like a cool person. Um, My, like, I feel like my brother would fall into that same category. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you can just hang, he can hang with anybody. Um, But like our generational gap didn't seem like, really it made any difference because right. i think right. like he was still like i don't know i don't know how to explain this but anyway y'all know if you know you know so he had grown up loving kate bush and every time i see a tiktok and i got a little bit like okay like we get it you just found kate bush congratulations um it got a little bit too much <laughs> like i'm tired i don't want to run up the hill anymore energy basically like, like, want like that i'm deal. i'm gonna pass on no. that deal with god i'm good in my place thank you um I coincidentally though I did I did just read Weathering Heights so I appreciate that like re-journey back into her song Weathering Heights because mm-hmm. I was like it's me I'm Kathy I'm like we get it um <laughs> but I love her having her moment and I feel like it's such a like 
stay true to whatever it is that you are. If it's like weird, quirky, like theater art, Mm -hmm. like be as authentic as possible because you never know when your new moment is going to happen or your first moment is ever going to happen. So that is something that if you haven't watched it, be prepared because it is a great, that album is great. Hounds of Love is great. Stand by probably my favorite Kate Bush record. Um, Maybe others disagree, but it's probably my favorite. Cloud bursting is amazing. Um, so that's happening with Stranger Things. But so far, it's great. I have really enjoyed it. It's much darker this season. Yeah. Um, fair bit gorier. But it's very like um, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street energy. Like I noticed playing... a lot of maybe nods. Yes. To some horror movies. Yes. 80s horror. Yeah. A lot yeah, of like- 80s. Yeah. yeah 80s yeah because even like i was gonna say 70s but it's not really it's more 80s but um dr boyfriend and i have been wa- watched have like are all caught up with everything that's available did not do a pre-game rewatch, which admittedly it makes me sad because but now i get i can do it it's fine mm-hmm. um still love daddy hopper mm. i mean so good a moment it's so good um and we were talking about how season one was essentially perfect mm-hmm. season two missed the mark a little bit yeah but it's okay sophomore slump they brought it back up in season three season three was a big jump up yeah in quality and that like season four so far is kind of hitting those like season one highs it's yeah it's back baby yeah uh winona Ryder is a goddess among us mere mortals um i love her so hard i can't i i get a little jealous of dr boyfriend because <laughs> he never stops getting tired of telling me how winona Ryder was the first woman he ever saw and realized like sexy things are happening (laughs) so he he sees her and Mm -hmm. like she is like sexual awakening i was gonna say sexual awakening moment and i'm like jealous about winona though not about like i can't believe like she's the one you pick no it's like no she's mine back yeah please step away from winona excuse me heather i I don't think so get out of here i saw her first um she was not my sexual awakening but still yeah. she's mine <laughs> thank you leave her alone um and he did not know who kate bush was and had never heard that song he didn't uh, didn't even like know who she was nope man maybe how does had that happen more, because sorry, he's a straight white male straight yeah. white male but not like your boo yeah straight white male he is of the he was like a, a heavy metal straight white like male. Like a metal a metal kid. He was a metal kid. Mine's got a little most, like theater flavor. Yeah, because I think they intersect at like maybe um, like rock. Mm-hmm. Like maybe not exactly classic rock, but very like American. Uh, like the Tom Petty of it all. 70, yes, like, a, like a, they intersect at Tom Petty. But Yorbu goes in a more... Like ELO Harry Nielsen yes. vibe. Yes. More vibe, more aesthetics. More Brian Wilson, more harmonies. Yes. 
Yeah. And he went metal. Yeah. And he's now kind of, well, not now, but he later, after his teen years, kind of, I think, circled back and started to appreciate more of what your boo was his bread and butter. Mm-hmm. So, not that he doesn't, but he one time admitted to me, oh my God, he's not going to listen to this. Nobody <laughs> tell him, you guys, please. Don't, no, ah, if you guys nobody. ever meet him, don't tell him. He thought, for, <laughs> he thought like the, maybe handful of Van Morrison songs that he knew. He okay. thought that was Mick Jagger singing. He thought it was Rolling Stones. And I, I was like, you're out of your mind. And the other day, Brown Eyed Girl came on and there was one phrase, and I wish I could remember what the phrase was. I'll have to re-listen to it and I'll share it with you. There was one phrase where I was like, oh, I see how why he thought that. The whatever way, like he, he kind of like bent a word a little bit. And it was, I was like, Oh, that is a little Mickey. That is a little Mick Jagger. It I'm doesn't sound mildly sen- speechless because just aesthetically, yeah, aesthetically no. alone. Yeah, Mm-mm. that's where I went first, and then it wasn't until I'm not kidding you. It was probably two days ago when I listened to the song and was like, "Oh, I see. I see how someone who had no idea who Van Morrison was might have had yeah. to pull like, who the fuck is? Is that Mick Jagger? That's Mick I Jagger. can kind of hear it. Like I'm thinking about Moon Dance, and I mm-hmm. can kind of hear it vocally mm-hmm. but then but also but he had no like reference other than vibe though, audible like he so he different had, yeah no but he had <laughs> like, no idea what van morrison looked like like he had he didn't have any concept of van morrison yeah i yeah i'd pick mick um you know in a toss-up um oh wow okay yeah, I, I went a hair speechless after you told me that. When he, the first time he told me that, I, w- I, w- <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I, I was realized- like, I'm not a musician and I'm such a noob, like, or not a noob. I'm such a like, what's that word? A dilettante Ooh. when it comes to like that kind of like heavy, like, unless it's like, I like this or I like that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like appreciating music as a musician i'm not a musician so i i don't have that high level of music you know yeah feel i just keep doing italian I fingers it. um amore um, <laughs> but even someone who's as like amateurish with music as me as basic with music as i am just appreciating it for what it is even I was like, I'm sorry, what? You yeah. thought that was that guy? No, sir. Also like, oh. <sighs> but then I heard it and then I was like, oh, I can see how someone who had no exposure to this. Yes, yes. Could have grabbed onto that and been like, oh, it's Mick Jagger. Hmm. Sure, <laughs> sure. Sure it is. Sure. sure. We'll go with, yeah. uh, we're going to go with Mick Jagger. Well, sure, sure. Um, He's, mm. he didn't come around to like, dad music yeah until he was like after into his 20s like yeah maybe even mid to late 20s so that's where your boo is different i think a lot yeah. it seems like a lot of what he got into he got into because of you know like a parent influencer yeah sibling influence we were both like kind of freaks in that way i think him more intensely than me but also same and i think mm-hmm. it's one of the first things we bonded on was just like it never and I think because this like 
my uh, friend Melissa has mentioned things like, oh, like my dad also likes oldies. And I, in my head, I'm like, I never categorize those mm-hmm. as like oldies to me. I never have, never ever have. But I think that's unique in its own yeah. way. Not to be like, it's unique, but like in the way of yeah. like uh, more, I'm saying that more to like understanding like, oh, well, that is kind of weird. Well, because usually if you do end up listening to what your parents did, what your parents listened to, it's as a young person and then you stop and get your own yeah. taste or maybe you, you continue. You, right. Right. You usually yeah. will stop. You'll get a, a foundation of parent or family taste Mm -hmm. and then you springboard off of that into your own direction yeah it made he and i have related on the sense of like it it's it made those moments when our parents didn't like the music we Mm -hmm. listened to much weirder Mm -hmm. like i remember showing my dad elliot smith and him hating it and being like what do you mean this is fucking brilliant he loves the beatles what are you talking about and that was one of the first like uh, and i was literally in my 20s i was like one of the first times we had disagreed because everything else was like yeah i love the beach boys yeah i love the beatles yes i love otis redding yes i love nat and cole give it give it all give me mozart give me beethoven give it all to me i want it all and same with my my little my little boo thing um and he he has a different band but he remembers i don't know if it was ben folds five or what it was but it was mm-hmm. like old old papa the divide papa yeah. bring was like i don't get this um papa bring it on home oh man van morrison yeah the yeah. kate oh the kate bush of it all the can we talk about noel and his reenactment the red dress kate bush moment of weathering heights is fantastic Noel fielding do you know that in australia they have a date where Kate Bush is celebrated and they re- they do that. Everybody dresses up in God, that I dress. Feel- yeah. I have never felt more like I mm-hmm. am in the wrong country. Yeah. Well, there's been a few other times. But continuously, I'm yeah. like, I don't. Oh, it ain't, this ain't it for me. If if this is the, <laughs> this is really where we're going, it ain't it. I don't want yeah. it. Oh God, I love that. That's so great. Yeah, I I happen to have seen, uh, it's, oh Christian Mole, right? He's an Australian comedian, mm-hmm. and he just talked about it on on a TikTok, and he showed video of the last time he went because there may not have been one over the pandemic mm-hmm. years, but the last time he went to one, he had video footage, and I forgot what they're called. I forgot what it was called, but it's everybody's in that red dress i love it the way like a curly blonde wig curly long wig yeah not gonna lie the opening part of that song hits a little hard and not in like a good way in like a who like i got a little golem kind of a little lord of the rings a little like and then she like gets into it and i love it <laughs> but that like I'm like, oh, oh, Kate, oh. But granted, she was like 16. I think she wrote that when she was like 12. Right, um, right. Because um, Pink Floyd, um, I can't think of his name. Oh, no. He found her and was like, her voice is amazing and brought her. And Apple was like, let's sign her, right, but let's right, give right. it a beat for two minutes because she's like super young and we don't want to um, be creepy. Spoil the, yeah. Um, it is Dave. It's Dave something. But it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I think it's the wine. I can't think of it. But it'll come to me like 30 minutes later. So, yeah. So, Stranger Things, obviously, is the Absolutely. summer. If you haven't watched it, watch it. 
Um, one of my other summertime watches. Um, I also have no, like, no objective perspective of this because I love it so much. And I also, spoiler alert, was in one of the episodes. <laughs> Technically, I was in this episode. Oh. It's um the Trixie Motel. Yes. So it's Trixie Mattel's. Trixie Mattel and her partner bought a motel in Palm Springs and are renovating it, made a reality show out of it. But it's a real motel that will mm-hmm. is being rented out, really functions and everything. And when Dr. Boyfriend and I went to see Trixie Mattel in L.A., I had bought those tickets pre-pandemic and hung on to them because they weren't canceling in the show. They postponed and postponed and postponed. And I held on to my tickets and then later upgraded my tickets because people got refunded people who didn't want to wait were refunded Mm -hmm. so more tickets became available so i got better seats and added a meet and greet so we got there insanely early dr boyfriend is a goddamn saint because of this for putting up with me and my shenanigans he's got a bad back and he doesn't like being anywhere any longer than he needs to be okay and for him to put up with a solid four to five hours of pre-show shenanigans because i had to meet a drag queen yeah and get a picture with her um before we had to sit down for another two hours and watch the show yeah so it was a whole day it's a day and <laughs> there were cameras there i had noticed i was like oh there's like there's there's tv cameras here i bet you they're filming for her reality show and i thought well maybe they're going to be filming the show like itself on stage and we'll just be audience members nope yeah they had everybody who was at the meet and greet sign a release form yeah and i was like we're getting on this show yeah. <laughs> i'm glad i wore what i wore because i can find myself easily in a crowd i wore an old mod cloth dress that is still a favorite that is a, it's like a kind of a periwinkle sort of mm-hmm. with a bumper car bumper car prints Cute. on it. it's a little kind of 50s very early 60s and a bubblegum pink sweater that I Love wore it. with it. And I also Very happen to theme. have a matching bubblegum pink mask. Because this was back in March, I think. Mm-hmm. And, or no, whenever. I don't know, whenever it was. No, it was last year? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a time when we were standing. I love that reset. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could have driven, I could have gone right down that way. <laughs> and I won't. Um, there was a time when we were all lined up for the meet and greet portion of it. And the camera just like went up the line and took video of everybody in the line. Just like, and I was like, I can see that being a sped up, like like time-lapse moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's going to be it. That's the one. That's the one. And then we saw the episode and I was like, that's us in the crowd right there. I was like, I don't know exactly where we are, but we're in that crowd. So we paused it and both went up to the screen and there were two dudes with shaved heads and beards that I could see. And I was like, one of those is you. <laughs> and I think that I, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's this one. And he was like, are you sure it's not this one? I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's this one. He said, what did you wear? And I was like, I had a pink sweater on. He's like, baby girl, it's this one. Yeah. That, that one does not have a pink sweater next to it. And this one does. And I was like, yeah. all right. I don't know how many times in this relationship I'm going to say this. You're right. Yeah. That's us right there. <laughs> so technically we were in an episode of Trixie Motel. Amazing. That's not the only reason I like it. I like it because she's funny. Yeah. I also oh, happen to so love funny. Palm Springs and all things Palm Springs kitschy, kitschy coup related. 
Kitchy, kitchy, yeah, yeah. And this hotel, this motel, sorry, is the kitschiest thing. It's all pink. It's flamingos. It's cacti. And it's special guests. And I love it. And it's funny. And it goes by quickly. And it's like the perfect like background show, too. Oh, you can just, it's amazing. Like, enjoy. I have to watch it. What's it on? It is on Discovery Plus. Okay. Not Paramount Plus, but Discovery Plus. Everything's a plus. Everything's a plus. But I, I have the login if you want to. Plus, plus, plus. And Discovery okay. Plus has all that um, true crime stuff. It's got like the ID. Ooh. I do I love me. A Can't watch by myself. Snapped. Yes. It's got like who the blank did, who the bleep did I marry. Mm, Snap. good. Um, the Nightmare Next Door. It's oh, so many so of those. Good. Like, terrifying. Give it all to me. Yes. I want it. I want to be terrified of all my neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be terrified in pretty much every setting. Every setting I go it's in. It's very strange because Dr. Boyfriend's neighborhood is very different. It is yeah. very, very white. Yeah. Um, And like his neighbors invited him over to like play music and he went. And I was like, I don't know that life. Mm-mm. They're very sweet people that I am happy to say hello to in the driveway and then run in the house and close the door. That sounds, that is the, that is the amount of neighborly I want to be. They're across the street neighbors. I am the perfect amount of neighbor too, because I go, hi. Little wave. Hey. I don't know that life. I don't want to talk. I don't want to actually talk to you. And then then I walk away. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) This is why I'm like, why don't I have, why do I only have like five friends? Sometimes I think about like, oh, like what? Like, you know, I, I had a whole thing where my resting bitch face made somebody at my new job think I didn't like them. Oh. We straightened it out. Good. And I was just sort of like, I'm sorry, it's just my face. That's just how I, this is how I I think I'm smiling and it turns out. Yeah. Incorrect. (laughs) No, I'm, I am actively frowning. (laughs) I can't help it. It's my face. Neutral is furious on me, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to try to think about the next one. Um, Oh, let me make sure I get the title correct. But it is about the FLDS. I just started it. I'm on episode. I told a coworker, I'm like, I'm like episode three. I literally just watched one, but a lot happens. (laughs) It is like Warren Jeffs, that whole saga. Okay. Um, It's keep sweet and something. Um, Oh, keep sweet sweet and... Keep yeah, keep it, keep it sweet. That's what you were talking about. Earlier. Keep sweet, pray and obey. Ah. That's what it is. So keep it sweet was like the um oh saying that they have oh, in the okay. FLDS. So for those of you that don't know, the FLDS is a very like it's, it's a fundamentalist um Church of D- Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. It is the there's like the Mormon Church, which is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, and then there's the FLDS. Which is the polygamist, open polygamist? I don't know. I don't know that life. Watch, do you remember Big Love? Mm-hmm. Um, but they are the, like, when you think of that, like, fundamentalist Mormon polygamy. Little the, House on the Prairie. Little clothes, House on the Prairie hair. Long braids. Yes. Very 19 and counting. Very, like, Do you Jebediah. believe that used to be 16 Jebediah and energy. Very, 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 like, you know pioneer lady vibes 16 and um, counting to like what 20 to life oh mm. whoops 
Um, so this is documenting the and telling the story of of Warren Jeffs, who was the prophet that just ooh, it got it gets dark really fast. It's fascinating because for those of you like myself that are not a member of the Mormon Church and have really a very loose understanding of everything that entails in like the Mormon religion. Um, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It is, it's very foreign. You're like, what is happening? And this is, it's very, it's very true crime because there's obvious, there's underage marriage. There's, which then involves, you know, sexual abuse mm-hmm. and, uh, consent is mm, iffy. Um, can a 14 year old consent? I'm going to say no. So I say, no, 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 she can't. And I say she because there's That's... a part where they kicked out all the young men because they yep. wanted the older men to marry them young gals. Oh, yep. y'all. Something I did not realize was sort of a foundation of the FLDS, at least. I can't say that it's a part of the other sect. Um, but that marrying three women, having three wives will get you into the higher like level of heaven or something i don't know that's like a principle a foundation which then just fostered this like men having basically the prophet decides who you marry and you if the prophet says that Mm -hmm. you do and then you do so i'm on episode like three and it is fascinating and it turns out y'all that we have like a real life connection and i won't because i know some people listen to this that we know so i won't go into detail but we know somebody that knows somebody that's on that show that thankfully from what i can tell they escaped the flds and are living a much better life not controlled by the prophet and all that no more prairie dresses no more little house in the prairie um but i thought that was like insane i found that out i was like Wait, I'm sorry. What? I'm gonna watch. Um, that's the one I wrote down. I wrote down. I wrote that down when we started talking. It is. It is really well done. It's very thorough. It's an entertaining because sometimes you know true crime cannot mm-hmm. necessarily be an in. Like, they don't necessarily tell the story very well. Um, but I remember because this was early 2000s when Warren Jeffs came into like the prophet power. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching this on TV being like, oh, some shit's going down. And yeah. it was like later on in, it, it took a while. Like he was the prophet for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was like pre 2010 or around that time when the bust happened. happened. Um, but it's, it's, it's good. I'm on that like episode three. Oh, I'm a watch. And then yeah. um, last podcast on the left has a really good I mean they do a lot their Ooh. research is like chef's kiss yeah um and they did a series on Mormonism that's really good and it's a really good mix of insanely good research with enough humor mm-hmm. that it, it it keeps a very heavy dark subject palatable and it's um I can't remember how long the series is, but it's multiple. Sometimes it's they've got like three, four part series, and this is one of the okay. longer ones because yeah. they they go they go deep. And there's a lot of stuff um that was in the episode that I didn't know before, or like just was like I'm so I'm sorry what like I become that GIF like the yeah 
What do they do? Oh, oh okay. That's a thing. Did not. Yeah. Did not. And it's isn't it wild to think that there are literally thousands. I'm going to say thousands. Million? I don't know if that's that many. But hundreds of thousands of people living a certain way in a certain lifestyle that is so foreign to you. But that's just their day to day. And you're just like, wait, what? Wait, what do you got to wear? Oh, wait, what are you doing? Oh, okay. All right. Do you have anything? I don't know. Are you happy? Are you good? I was like, are you, are you good? You can tell me. I'll help you. Twice. I'll come there at 3 a.m. I'll get a, I'll find a pickup truck. Let's do it. Let's go. Um, (laughs) Oh, okay. Not to get too sidetracked, but speaking of podcasts, I started listening to cold which is a podcast about <gasps> it's real good it's one. real good yes. Yes. so so far the first two seasons have all been incidents that have happened in utah and for those of you that mm-hmm. know mormonism utah like linked to hands like the like the sistine chapel of just like coming together so it is so far i want to say corpus christi but that's a town in texas um it is like the corpus law or something where the bodies hadn't been found they're true crime stories and they actually happened it's very sad but um they had no body they had no evidence of of like but it was um basically sentencing without having the actual victim's body body Mm. being found um they're really well done it's um research again like you were saying with um, last podcast on Mm -hmm. the left is impeccable the quality is top notch they really and then there is a like sister podcast of two um, women in mental health professions or some professions I think of true crime one is like a lawyer or like a detective or something and they dissect the episodes that is primarily other than the actual like personal accounts the host is a male so it's nice to have that like kind of give and take an opposite perspective Mm -hmm. um and they're very sensitive about like hey this episode contains very sensitive content it's talk hits on topics of like sexual abuse blah 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 blah, so and so forth so if you would like to like fast forward and skip start here and it'll won't go through the details of like this gruesome sexual assault or something so they're very sensitive to that as well and then with the um kind of follow-up like talk i think it's called talking cold are the women um and that's just a really nice as a woman refreshing kind of take because you're hearing them dissect these these two professional women are dissecting the podcast explaining more from like the legalese and the legalities of certain things and aspects that seem a little confusing in the case that you wouldn't know unless you studied and you knew um if you were educated in that um that on the topic mm-hmm. and so it's yeah it's really really good 10 out of 10 recommend i listened to the first two seasons and i i'm I think they're doing a third i really hope so it's really good um I just started listening to a new podcast. Um, it's on Wondry, and I love Wondry. I love what they do. Um, it is the execution of Bonnie Lee Bakley. Ooh. It's Robert Blake's wife who was murdered, and he was on trial for that murder and found Ooh. not guilty. So they've only released, I think, the first two episodes. I think if you have the subscription, if you subscribe, you can. I think you can get up to four episodes, but. They have the first two out now, and the next one's out next week. But I got hooked. Okay. And I, I listened to one, two, because um, she just has a really interesting 
crazy life and when she died when she was murdered uh it very much turned into a victim blaming thing where Mm. her lifestyle was seen as like well she does what she gets basically and i'm not a fan of that no um uh toward towards the ladies um so i'm just listening to that and then my last because we're getting there we're getting there um my last show is this is what i mean by uh, I discovered, discovered in quote quotations, uh, a show that was like already ended. <laughs> it's uh, Frankie and Grace. Oh, Frankie and Grace is kept so hearing such good things good. about, and so many people that I'm I respect so happy. and loved, and like the same things they do have talked about it and how much they enjoyed it. But I just never watched it, and I finally started watching it. It's so Lily Tomlin. Good. It's so funny. The cast is great. It's a little sitcom-y, but... It is. Yeah. The, in, a, in a good way. Martin yeah. Sheen is so good. Martin Sheen. June, I can never remember her last name, but she's fantastic. Yes. She plays the daughter, mm-hmm. the, like, business mm-hmm. daughter mm-hmm. Um, with the short hair. She's got great hair. She's got great skin. I love her. Um, she has a podcast called How Did This Get Made with oh. um, her husband, and then I am so terrible at names, but it's a fantastic podcast but yes oh it's such a good good. show so i'm so good i'm like almost at the end of season one because i am trying to not blow through it so my rule is i don't watch it at my house i watch it at dr boyfriend's because he goes to sleep even earlier than i do um because i can tough it out till 10 p.m he he can't he shan't ever do that that's a wild night for him (laughs) um so our thing is that he when he's tired, he wants to go to bed. And he's like, okay, let's go to bed. So we go to bed and I stay up and watch something. And it makes him very happy to have lights out, TV on. So he knows I'm there, but he can just kind of fall asleep to whatever like, I'm watching. Mm. That's yeah. how he got into Shit's Creek because he wasn't oh. as interested in watching it. But yeah. I was binging. And so he would be awake long enough to hear funny lines. And like, mm-hmm. after a little while, it was like, let me catch up to where you are. Let's just start watching that together. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. I love that. that. And it's also how he got into Trixie Mattel. I love. Because I would watch YouTube videos and he would stop sleeping and like, wait, what? That was funny. Wait. Oh. She wrote that? Wait. So quick. She's a songwriter? Yeah. Um, yeah. He horned in on my drag queen. When we yeah. met, <laughs> I was telling her a funny story that made her laugh. So I was happy. Um. And then he was like, I think you're a really underrated songwriter. She's like, I do too. <laughs> and then they started talking about music. And I was like, so he doesn't stop at Winona writer. Yeah. <laughs> you're just going to steal everyone from me. You just like saunter off and I too am strange and unusual. Yeah. I'm like, so it doesn't stop with her. Fine. <laughs> it's my moment to shine. I made her laugh. And then you sucked her in because you were like, oh, I think you're a great songwriter. I think your songwriting is really underrated. I do. Like, t- I, I love I that do, response. Yeah. I do, too. I do. She was like, agree. <laughs> oh, I live. I laugh. I love. Okay. Oh, that's a great so place to is. just conductor sign off. Um. I truly hope I remember how to do the uh, the rest of this thing. Like the technical part of it. You got it. You can send it to me. It'll be great. We got days. 
We got days. We got days. Oh, but we girl, got, if I don't do we'll it run now. run up that hill. If I don't do it now, I will not run up that hill. I will come crashing, careening down that hill, <laughs> bypass where I was supposed to have stopped. Yeah. Make a deal with God. That's all I wanted to do. I was like in there and I was like, I have to do it. I have to get it out. God. God. It's very, mm, it's very like, for those musical theater, it's very like Elaine Page. Um, I went down a real musical theater like pff, spiral the other night. Uh, it was mildly they had some wine. Um, <laughs> was it wine or was it margaritas? It was one of the two. And I was just weeping. I was watching uh, a gorgeous transgendered woman sing Suddenly Seymour. Um, MJ, it was amazing. I was weeping. I was like, this brings oh such God, a... I think I saw- it's so good. And I, I did because Dr. Boyfriend didn't know what that song was. And he's like, where's that from? And I just Always turned, from Little Shop of Horrors. I just looked and I went, Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of fucking Horrors. Little Shop, Little Shop of Horrors. God, masculinity is a fucking prison. To not it know is. Kate Bush. To not Little Shop of Horrors. Kate Bush. Little Shop. To not, um, oh my God. Wait, hold on. I mean, he's aware of like Rocky Ellen Horror. Ellen Green. Because his, <laughs> because his older Savvy siblings Dada. were into rocky horror but i apparently they weren't into little shop of horrors apparently not uh-huh. uh yeah oh god man that oh that movie that movie shouldn't have shaped me but it kind of did shape me a little bit <laughs> you can't you you More you are what glitter. you are yeah Savvy Dada. oh she is the way she can give those quiet like lines and then belt it's it's no other mm-hmm. her voice is incredible there's when she, there's a a belt that she does of suddenly seymour mm-hmm. and it's the line suddenly seymour where in the middle of like seymour like this thing happens. yeah and i i can hear it and in my memory i can Breaks. i can hear it in mm-hmm. my memory and like that's what you want yeah it's like a little bit of rasp it's a little bit of over singing but like appropriately yes. so like a that hmm. is where that is oh, what you think so you good. sound like when you sent when you sing in the car. Well, mm, not you, emotions. maybe you actually do, but the rest of us <laughs> don't. It's so good. And so next episode will be our musical number. Thank you so <gasps> much. Um <laughs> I think about often how you have never audibly sung Happy no. Birthday in any in English or Spanish? In, in any language. Any language. I mouth and now as I get older, I don't even mouth it anymore. I just do this. I am personally obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. I and don't. I feel like no one will ever do this to you. But the cruelest trick in the world would be, the cruelest prank would be for everyone to, I don't want to give you this anxiety that you didn't need, but I was like, this would be the cruelest prank in the world. It would be everyone would get together and be like, we're going to sing happy birthday. And we all start. And like if you were mouthing around, then everyone stops. Oh, but see now I don't knowing. mouth. Now as I get older, mm. I just stop like, mouthing. I don't dial it in. It. I don't even dial it it's in fine. anymore. I don't <laughs> even pick up the line. I don't even pick up the extension. Usually, I just like. Hmm? Oh, I've I've opted out of this thing. Yes, yeah, so I'm much. not doing this anymore. I'm gonna eat some of that cake, but that's yeah. where I straw the line. That's where I draw the line. Really. <laughs> I just I don't like singing. It puts like like I'm like anxiously rubbing my knees right now. Um. <laughs> If you know, you know. Um, singing 
lets people see like into your soul and I'm not here for that yeah <laughs> I also closed window don't thank you. always like seeing people saying like in certain mm. circumstances if it's too if it's right. too poignant mm-hmm. I can't yeah I, I will understand. break down it is not their ability it's not because I don't think it's good it's sometimes it's too good and I'm like I can't look into someone's bare soul like this. I just can't. I can't bear to do it. Um, Karaoke (gasps) is an absolute nightmare situation for me. I also hate. I also hate karaoke. But I a lot of I I know a lot of singers. It's not their bag, baby. Yeah. Because karaoke is kind of like it's an amateur's game. Like, I I saw a TikTok that was like for fun. It's a leave it. yeah, get out of here. And I'm like, I, I kind of get it. I also don't like to be ill-prepared for anything that I do. <laughs> so I'm like, mm, I can't just randomly pick a song. I would I would be that person that was rehearsing it, like, before I went to the bar. I'm like, oh, I hope we're doing karaoke. Let me, let me pick a song that I think that they're going to have on there, and then I'll do it. I Dr. Boyfriend mm. also hates karaoke, but has a karaoke song at the ready should he ever be in a gun Ooh. to your head situation. I love that. I love it. They say that you should always have a song. He his it's uh, Hotel California. Okay, the Eagles. Eagles. Because he thinks little Don like, Henley. Because he thinks he can do it. As he has told me, he doesn't have a bad voice, but what I can't remember how he said it. But basically, it's like <laughs> it's how oh shit. How did he say this? That he can hit the notes, but he's not a professional singer so he Mm -hmm. can like he can be like a place filler okay yeah yeah yeah. it's just like this is just like a right down the middle adequate it's not gonna offend anybody but it also it's not gonna offend anybody it's yeah yeah so there's no razzle dazzle yeah which i think is like the perfect kind of voice to have because like you will never stand out because i don't think like a performer (laughs) or an actual musician where it's like oh that's not good that's not something that as a performer you want to hear like that was perfectly adequate it didn't stand yeah. out to me at all yeah it was real middle of the road and it I loved was it. real right down the middle it's real malcolm in the middle and it was real great. five out of ten solid <laughs> solid c plus um but i think i have the same kind of voice where it's mm-hmm. not going to offend anybody it's just it's not a singer's voice and i come from a long line on my father's side of musicians. Yeah. So if I can't do anything worthy of a performance, like I don't see the point. Mm. Um, yeah. And my mom had been told by a family friend, um, you should try gargling with cyanide. Yikes. But she loved to sing and she didn't oh. hold her back. She loved I it. I love that. Honestly, I yeah. love that because, you know, it's just – if you enjoy it, do it. I am- singers do kind of come in those two flavors where mm-hmm. you're real terrible and you love it and own it, or you're incredible and you love it and you own it. Yeah. And I am neither. Yeah. I'm a solid C plus voice. So I'm realizing I in this moment. Ever chanteuse. I will never I will probably never hear you sing and I have to just be okay with it. Yeah, I'll never I, hear it. It will just, never happen. But it's also like if I did, you wouldn't remember it. It's like, can, 
can you hear me speaking? This is pretty oh. much what my voice sounds like singing. <laughs> it's just like this, but, you know, flowy. Just like strung together. It's like this, but faster and slower. Yeah. And also, <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of faster and slower, we're going to sign <laughs> off. Um, and we'll be back. Yeah. We're recording. We're doing it. We're here. We're ready to go. Um, so, yeah, you can find us. The Bottom Bible, the Bottom Bible at gmail.com if you feel so inclined and you want to pen out a letter to us. <gasps> you should. Um, just do it. Type it up. Oh, rip, tip, type it. Um, Instagram, socials, basically to steal watcher. The Bottom Bible, the Bottom Bible, the Bottom Bible. You type that in, that's where we'll be. That's us right there. Unless it's us, about baby. Bibles. Yeah, unless it's, it's like about like, us. The, just scroll one more. The Book then, of Mormon. Then that's us. Yeah. It's only happened a oh, time. Maybe uh, twice. Just the one sock. Just the one. Just the one religious podcast. It's cool. I mean, we are kind of our own religion. We don't want to brag. But um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, that's a good, that is a good, humble on, place to stop. On that humble note. Um, see you later, crocodiles. Oh. <laughs> also, go watch the Bob's Burgers movie oh, if it's please. still in theaters. It's so good. I cried. Okay. I, I really did. I did cry. It happened. That's my Beatles. Okay. Brian once told, or my boo told me that once, and I was like, that's not my Beatles. And I was like, oh, God, that is my Beatles. I mean, I do also love the Beatles and the music and, like, all facets of it. But right. my obsession, the obsession portion, yeah, hands up. The one you've 1, dressed up as? Yeah, countless, countless times. Most, too many, maybe too many times. Maybe I need to stop. I don't know. No. Maybe Or maybe no. don't stop. Maybe increase. Never stop. Never stop. Never stop, never stopping. In the words of the late great freddie mercury don't stop me now okay now i'm gonna hit stop on record okay, okay. and on that right. note we're gonna stop on that okay guys bye, bye. To tell me what you want from